I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This year, the Irish Girl Guides are celebrating 110 years in operation. A huge milestone for this wonderful group who've been devoted to youth work and empowering girls and women for generations. The guides would love former guides and members of the public to join a celebration on their YouTube channel Saturday, the 31st of July, where their birthday bash is going to be streamed live. As well as this, they have their first ever online international camp, which will be featuring over a thousand girl guides from 10 countries taking part in a range of different activities. Joining me now to tell us more about the celebrations is a woman who's a volunteer leader of the Lily Ladybirds Guides in Newbridge and she's written a great history of the organisation. I'm delighted to welcome Gillian Fine into 11 to 1. How are you doing Gillian? I'm good, good morning. Now this is quite the milestone for the guides. You must be so proud to be part of an organisation that is doing so much to empower young women for 110 years. It's massive. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. And I suppose uh, this year has been such a, well, the last 18 months have been so strange, but guiding has managed to kind of keep going. We've had Zoom meetings and socially distanced meetings, and now we're having this first uh, <laughs> virtual international camp. So, I mean, it's it's an, a weird and exciting time to be part of it. It really is. Now, how did you get involved in the guides initially yourself? Uh, well, I suppose like many children, I was packed off by my mother at seven or eight to join Brownies. Um, and I'm now, I'm turning 40 this year and I have been, so I've been involved for 30 odd years. Um, I was Brownie in Newbridge, then I became a, a guide. So that's kind of 10 to 14. Um, I got involved then in Senior Branch, which is our older group. And I became a leader and I just never, I, I've been in various roles over the years. I've been involved nationally. I've got to travel. It's just the greatest organisation. Some of my best friends I've made through guiding. It really has. Now, you have written a wonderful book that I have to get my hands on. It's called A Hundred Years of Growing, A History of the Irish Girl Guides. And it gives a really great insight into the history of the guides. How did the guides start here in Ireland 110 years ago? And who, who was responsible for setting it up? Uh, well, I suppose you have to go back to um, guiding came out of scouting, um, which I, I think people... Um, sometimes don't realise. So Baden-Powell had set up Scouts in 1907 and in 1909 it, it had already, it was huge in England um, and he had a rally for 10,000 boys in Crystal Palace and kind of unexpectedly 700 girls turned up. They had put together their own uniforms and some of them had already set up Scout groups, kind of illegal Scout groups around England um, and they approached him and asked him to design a programme and a uniform for them and he agreed um, and put his sister Agnes Baden-Powell in charge of it. Um, and so in 1910, they were officially started, the Girl Guides. Um, and by 1911, it had spread all, again all over England and had reached Ireland. So in 1911, we got our first unit in Harold's Cross. 
Amazing. Wasn't that amazing that those girls decided, hang on a minute, we want an organisation of our own. We're going to just show up at this rally. That's incredible. Yeah, no, I think I just, just think it's a fantastic story. It's a real kind of sign of the times. It's like, you know, it's the beginning of the suffragette movement. Mm. Women's rights were becoming quite central. And, and these girls just went, I don't see why we can't do this. If they're doing it, we'll do it. Um, and at the time, it was quite frowned upon. I mean, this, even kind of from the scouting organisation and scouting head office, they weren't delighted about it. They didn't think that girls could run or play or do the same kind of roughhousing that boys would do. And what could they possibly get out of this? Yeah. Um, so, but the, these girls didn't care and they'd already just started doing it anyway, whether they liked it or not. That is fantastic. And uh, the road wasn't always easy. The guides uh, groups in the early days, they faced many challenges like kind of from day one, as you're saying there. Yeah, I mean, they just, I suppose initially, um, even things like the uniform would have been quite impractical. They were wearing ankle length skirts. They were initially told that they shouldn't camp, that it wasn't ladylike. Um, but actually, it's Baden-Powell himself who kind of stood up for them and said, wow. Look, these, these are our, our partners. They're not, um, they're not lesser than us. We should be um, teaching them the same practical skills that we teach our boys and, and making them our partners in, in life. Um, and he kind of, um, he adapted the book that he had done for boys, um, Scouting for Boys, and, and added some extra bits. But more or less, the, the book he put out for girls, it more or less stayed the same. But they added, I suppose, some more what they would call feminine touches to it. Yes. His idea was that they would be practi- um, women would, would learn practical skills, kind of nursing and educating and all these kind of things. But he did. He was a great advocate for, for uh, women's rights, which was unusual again for a military man in the beginning of the 20th century. Amazing. And I had no idea that that's kind of in, that he had done that. That's fantastic. Now, the, the core ethos of, of the guys, this is something that has stayed more or less the same for the last 110 years. What is the ethos of the guides? Um, well, I suppose the ethos is all about teaching girls to, to um, develop to the full, their full potential. I mean, our values are all about it's fun, friendship. We challenge our girls. We want them to be involved in adventures. Um, to understand how to work with their community and better their communities. Um, and we like to, you know, to empower them, basically. Um, and those ideas haven't changed at all over the last 110 years. You know, we've changed our uniform, we've mm. changed our badges, we've changed our programme, we've become more technolo- technological, but those core values are always there. We're all about helping the girls and then helping our communities as well. That's, that's what we want to do. And, you know, for parents of young girls who, you know, it's around this kind of time of year and particularly as schools kind of start up again, you know, you kind of start thinking about what will my kids do for extracurricular kind of things outside of school. Considering the, the Girl Guides is something people really should do because the activities and skills they pick up are fantastic. Can you give us an idea of some of the activities, say, that the ladybirds might be picking up even from that young level? Yeah, absolutely. So ladybirds start from five. Um, they're five to seven and um, the girls come in and they learn. I suppose one of the first things we learn, we teach them about is being a guide and where we come from and what guiding is. Um, and then we, we teach them, again, all very practical skills. They can do fire safety. Um, they do camping skills. They do outdoor skills. We teach them about engineering. They can do, like my own daughter just finished Ladybird. She did her aviation badge. Um, she's done her reading badge. So it's really kind of the great thing about guiding is you don't have to be super sporty. You don't yeah. have to be super good at any one thing. It just encompasses everything and everybody finds that thing that they love about it. 
I mean, there are plenty of guys that don't like camping and yes. that's totally fine. Yes, that is <laughs> fine. It's okay yeah. not to like camping. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, to enjoy some of the other skills that we teach. And I suppose it's just about teaching girls to be citizens of the world. That's that's what we want to do. That's the main thing. Yeah, absolutely. And the, the birthday celebrations, they will be getting underway on uh, the 31st of July. Tell me about this because you've got a live stream and you're very much looking for people who were former guides, but really everybody's getting involved and come on and, and celebrate this with you. Yeah, absolutely. So so the birthday party is being streamed as part of um, Octagon, which is our international camp this year, which was due to be in Clongos, but obviously now has gone online. And um, so we have uh, over a thousand participants from 10 countries taking part um, over the bank holiday weekend. And one of the big parts of it, and that's the part that's most, uh, that is open to the public, I suppose, is this birthday celebration on um, the 31st at 7.30. Um, so yeah, we would love like uh, even like parents of ladybirds at home and guides and brownies who aren't involved in octagon but you know log on and watch it with your kids and we have a group of senior branchers here in newbridge actually who are involved with the create school and they've made um, some videos about the history of guiding it looks at um, the evolution of uniform the evolution of badges and it talks about the friendships and the the um, bonding that happens within guides and kind of family links within guides as well. Um, it's going to be it's going to be a really cool. It's only it's only forty five minutes long. It won't take much out of your Saturday evening. But yeah. I think anyone who was ever involved in any way or has someone involved should definitely check it out because it's a really good way to know what we're up to and I suppose catch up if you haven't been involved in the last year or so because of of various things that are going on in the world. Well, this is it. Yeah, and it's, 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 a, it's a good time to kind of come together and have a bit of a celebration at, in, a, in a safe way. So why do you think the guides have lasted and endured this long? What, what do you think is the secret to the organisation's longevity? Um, well, I think our adaptability is a big part of it. I mean, um, we have, as things have changed, we have changed. You know, we took the girls out of their, their dresses when they were no longer practical and people weren't, you know, it, it just didn't make sense for girls yeah. to be in dresses doing these kind of activities. Um, we've changed our badges and our programmes. We, we frequently look at our badges and programmes to make sure that they they match with what's up going on in the real world. Um, we don't want kids stepping into some kind of mid-20th century bubble. We want them to move with the times and to learn in guiding things that will help them in the outside world. Um, I think as well, the friendships that people form within guiding. Yes. Um, it's a really great way in, in communities for children to meet people from, or girls from other schools that they wouldn't necessarily meet or girls from other communities that aren't necessarily, you know, their next door neighbours. So, um, my own daughter um, in, in Ladybirds has met girls from like three or four other schools in the town that she would never have met before. So it's really cool in that way. I think the girl only space is really important as well mm. because it gives them that opportunity to just be themselves. There's so many pressures on young women these days that it's kind of nice for them just to come in and there's no pressure on them. They just come in, they learn their skills. They're not worried about what a boy thinks about them or yeah. what pressures are on them. And they can just enjoy really nice, it. Yeah. yeah, they can just enjoy it. It's just a really nice safe space they come to once once a week for an hour or an hour and a half and they, they just get to, to be themselves. And the great I think what's great about guys as well, there's no pressure to, to be the best. Yes, it's all about kind You're of participation. Yeah. Best. Yeah. It's that you do your best and that's that's all we ask of you. Nobody is asking you to be the best at something. 
just do your best and I think that's wonderful as well. It really is. Gillian, enjoy the celebrations. It's a huge milestone to reach. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Thanks for having me. Thanks for Not at it. all. If people want to check out Gillian's book, it's called 100 Years of Growing, A History of the Irish Girl Guides. You can get it from thebookdepository.com. You can also find it on irishgirlguides.ie. The celebrations, the 31st of July are on the Guides YouTube channel at 7.30pm and again, the website, you'll find all the information there. 11 to 1 on LMFM. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.